It's sort of like this bad dream where I feel like I'm the only like barren, childless woman and I'm stuck in a room full of beautiful, pregnant, glowing women. Hey, it's Ryan here, and that is my beautiful girlfriend, Bridget. Now, last year when this podcast episode was originally released, it went viral with news.com.au, Yahoo, and the Daily Mail all running articles on it. And Bridget was a little bit embarrassed and a bit terrified about the whole thing, really. But uh, she was also very thankful because we got a lot of very lovely messages. So I would also like to say thank you very much to everyone who messaged us on Instagram or through the podcast or Facebook. We really do appreciate it. So here's Bridget. And we're with my friend Taylor, who at the time of recording was expecting a child. I can report now in 2019 that Taylor's had the beautiful little baby, Aubrey. But this is Bridget talking about how she got jealous and gets jealous when she sees other pregnant people around town. Do you remember when I told you that Taylor and Em were pregnant? Yeah. And um, I think you've had some thoughts on that? Yeah, well... Uh, well. I've really only like talked to you about this because I sort of don't feel comfortable telling anyone because it makes me feel like a really bad person that I sort of think this way. But then I'm sort of been thinking it for so long and I'm like, I can't be the only woman in the world to be feeling and thinking this. I think you'd be quite, it would be quite common. So uh, Bridget was a little bit nervous about this. So I said, I'm nervous now. (laughs) So I just said, Bridge, just write down your thoughts and, 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 I'd love you to share them with the podcasters because I th- I think a lot of ladies will feel exactly the same way you're feeling. Yeah. And if not, sorry for throwing you under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, I feel, I get this really, like, intense feeling of, like, jealousy and sort of sadness when I find out friends, family, colleagues, other women are, are pregnant because, like, I want that so much for myself so it's like really hard for me to sort of hear that someone else has like got that thing that I want so badly yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and so when Ryan sort of told me that you guys had fallen pregnant and like it just happened so easily for you guys like it was not like you'd planned it no not <laughs> is, that, is that on the record as a bit of a it was not planned uh yeah it's a bit of a whoopsie <laughs> Yeah, I think we're, like we're calling it. Yeah, does that make it worse? Where a little there's bit. something you want so bad, and we've kind of accidentally d- done this. Yeah, and you know, it's just um, especially because I've had to, and anyone who's listened to season one will know mm. that I've had to, through great lengths, convince Ryan that having kids is a good idea. Um, and so that's been that's been really hard to just, and a few other friends of ours have fallen pregnant just. Oh, accidentally. We, whoops, we accidentally got pregnant. And here I am, like, I've got to go through this whole conversation and try and, you know, turn Ryan's mind around and make him even want to do it. Yep. Um, whereas, yeah, you just sort of get to. I <laughs> so what happens when you're down the street and, you know, you even see a stranger just in the supermarket with a big belly, big pregnant belly? Oh, yeah, I just feel like sad. Like for myself, which is so selfish and I hate that I feel that way. Like there's a, like I feel like this massive sense of guilt because I feel this way. Yeah. Yeah. Because I shouldn't, I should feel happy for them. Like what a beautiful miracle for them. And you never know their journey to, to get there. Um, but with friends and, and colleagues who, you know, have just 
oh, we started trying and we just got pregnant first time. <laughs> and it's like, that's great for you, but it's almost like maybe it needs to be said like for other women to be really respectful of other women who are on a journey and they don't know where they're at in that journey. Um, and so it's, yeah, I don't know. Well, I remember my mum was trying for almost a decade to have children. And as you know, she was unsuccessful to conceive naturally. Yeah. And then mum's sister, Sally, who's the younger sister gets pregnant and you know, the whole family wants to sort of celebrate it, but they all felt a bit bad. Like, oh, we don't want to, you know, rub it in anyone else's face and stuff. But I think, I think everyone, I think it's possible to be really happy for someone else and really sad for yourself at the same time, right? Yeah. So if, if yeah. like on a lesser degree, I suppose, yeah. if you go for a, uh, working in radio, right? And like yeah. we both go for jobs all the time that we know that other people are going for as well. And yeah. you don't get them and you know the person that gets it. And a bit of like a lot of you is very happy for those people, but a bit of you is also just going, oh. I wish I had that thing that they have. I would have loved that yeah. as well. Because that- it's not, it's not coming from a place of, um, like hatred. It's not like yeah. that awful green eyed monster where I, you know, I want to run her down with my car or something. How dare she be pregnant? I mean, it's not like that at all. It's just this like immense feeling of like, oh, I just want that for me. Like I want that for myself. Um, and so it's not that I hate him yeah. pregnant or anything. Um, you actually love I, it because she drove us all around the other day when yeah. we were all drinking. <laughs> sure, I just, I'm, it just like, solidifies further that I might not get that opportunity. Like, it makes me really scared that I might not ever have that. Yeah. How often do you think about that you might not get the opportunity? I guess it's so easy for us guys to just go, oh, yeah, later, because our clock doesn't expire, so to speak. Yeah, and, you know, anyone who's listened to season one, like, my desire to have children, be pregnant and raise children has always been there. Like from as young as I can remember, I've always wanted kids. It's been something that I've always wanted. And so I feel like now that I'm getting older, it's that theoretical clock, as you say, it's like ticking and ticking. It's ever louder, ever faster every day. It just is constantly there. So you think about it every day? I think about it every day. But we're also surrounded by a lot of people who are pregnant or have kids. And then, you know, there's the pitfalls of Facebook and Instagram. And then, you know, you see everyone you went to school with is now pregnant with their third kid or with their first and getting married and getting engaged and doing all these things that I've wanted for myself for so long. Um, And yeah, I just sort of, I feel really like sad that I don't, I don't get to like join in the the, hey, look, I'm doing it too. <laughs> like, brigade, I don't know. Yeah. I uh, sort of I worry that, like, I've left it too late because the real concern for me is that I won't be able to conceive naturally. And, like, those statistics are really scary. Like, they say once you start trying, you know, most women below the age of 35 should get pregnant within, like, 80% of women should get pregnant within the first six months. Of trying. Of trying. Yeah. And like, I know we haven't been trying per se, yeah. but like I've been off the pill for two and a half years. And so I'm pretty sure the accidental thing is like off the cards for us, yeah. you know, like <laughs> that's not going to happen. And that yeah. worries me more. And that really weighs on my mind that, um, you know, it, 
it's like the biggest fear and yeah, I still don't want to get it checked out. Like, am I infertile? Is that something, is that on the cards for me? Like that I just don't get to do that. It's sort of like this bad dream where I feel like I'm the only like barren, childless woman and I'm stuck in a room full of beautiful, pregnant, glowing women. Yeah. Yeah. Is that that real scary? It's just sad. It's really sad. <laughs> I don't know whether to hug you or to kick Taylor out of the studio. <laughs> I'm just, I feel like I'm just over here, like trying not to say it because I feel like it's really hard to hear that you're making a friend of yours feel this way. <laughs> and well, I mean, kick Taylor out of the studio so we can make the baby. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, yeah, it's hard to, to go, oh, like, I, I mean, again, not that there's any malice in, in it from either of us, but to, yep. to know that Bridget feels this way and that we're one of the contributors to that is really, I mean, it's it, really hard to hear. It's when you say contributors, it's one of those things that when you're not conscious of wanting to have kids, you don't notice. But when you are conscious of having kids, it's like every second person at the supermarket's pregnant. Every time you see a child, you're like, oh my God, they've got a child. Uh, every time you see a, a car that's like a Tarago that's like built for children. It's yeah. like, it's so in your face when, oh, when you think about when it. We, when we found out Em was pregnant, that was the thing both of us said. I remember walking through the shops and I messaged Em and I was just like, everyone's got a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is walking through this place. I just feel like you just become, you just kind of spot them over there and then over there and then you're just picking people out from everywhere. When, when it is on your mind, you can't unsee like everyone around. One of one of the reasons that Emily and I decided uh, to have this kid was because we'd both had friends and family that had really struggled uh, to conceive and a lot of stories and, um, you know, with fertility and miscarriages and all those kinds of things. And we thought to ourselves, if we don't potentially do this now, does it get more difficult and get to a point where maybe we're not ready for it right now but in a few years when we are ready and then we have these struggles and we think oh we wish we had yeah, done this when absolutely. we had the chance had the chance to do it so that that was a big factor in yeah like our decision making as people that that we know because it, it it is so tough it, you know you watch movies and you just it just kind of like happens and oh my god like you're having a baby but it is so hard and we know that and that's why that's one of the one of the reasons, and we love each other and we wanted to have children. Yeah. Had you guys um, spoken about having children lots prior, like as more of a, oh yeah, in the future sort of chat? Yeah. Well, we all went down to the coast last year in Canberra yep. together. And on the way back from that, Emily and I are in the car and we listened to season one of this. All oh, right. Oh. The podcast you're now on. The podcast <laughs> I'm now on. Yeah. And we had a chat and it's gone. Oh, we'd spoken about it previously, been together for a while. Yeah. Um, engaged for four years, apparently. Engaged for four years. <laughs> and... I think Emily was not less keen, but had thought about having kids less. Whereas I was maybe more like Bridget. Like I'd never imagined an adult life where I didn't have kids. Yeah. Like uh, I'm excited to be a dad and I really want to be a dad and it's going to be great. And I can't wait for it. Um, so we'd had a conversation. We thought, oh, well, Em's still studying and uh, we were planning on moving overseas uh, when she finished those studies and we're going to do all these things and we thought, oh, we'll do those first. And then, you know, you can always, you can always have kids. It's fine. That'll, that'll happen in the future. And it happened a lot sooner than we, we expected. <laughs> um, but now that it's here, I think we're both, we're both really happy yep. and, and set 
well, we're really happy for you, even though we're... <laughs> no, and I am <laughs> really happy for, for you. Yeah. No, it's just, it's that... It's just that pain in me that's like, what if I, what if I don't, what if I can't, what if it can't happen for me? That just makes me sad. Yeah. And I think on a smaller scale, I think uh, I've got nephews who are two. You're about to have kids. We've always talked about how, because uh, we don't have, Bridget's got one sister in New Zealand. I don't have brothers and sisters here in Australia. Um, that our friends' kids will be like their non-official yes. cousins yep, yep. and stuff. And it'll be great for our kids to hang out with your kids and all grow up as bros and whatever. Um, so we kind of, don't want to miss that boat either um, on a smaller scale of not want to, of wanting them at all, I guess. But, uh, yeah. Um, well, I just want to say I'm proud of you for sharing that. I yeah. know you were very nervous, but I think... That was a lot to, like, share that with a lot of people because, like, I really only opened up to you about it. And it's so funny because, like, why, why don't I feel I can open up to other women about this? Like, is that not, like, actually the most messed up thing about it? Probably. And I think... And, you know, to kind of peel back the curtain of the podcast, I said to Bridge, like, this would be a, 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 a sad, but also a quite beautiful and would be surprisingly relatable topic to, to many ladies. And you were a bit nervous that you would be the odd one out and be seen as, as a bad person. But I actually think that so many people, and please message through and, yeah. and comment on the post if you agree, I think so many females would be in the, either in the same boat now or would totally understand when they were in that boat previously or something like that. So... Well done, and I'm, yep, I'm very well proud of you for speaking. Hey, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Taylor, <laughs> if you could just keep it in your pants, mate. That would be great. <laughs> so we have promised to every week give a bottle of wine out to one of our subscribers and people who are leaving messages and Facebook comments. Uh, Bridget Rodder. Yeah, well, the wine comes from the winery that I'm working for, which is Millbrook Winery yep. in Perth in Western Australia. Um, mine pick for this week isn't actually like a review, but um, just like a really cool post on our um, Facebook group, Life of Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just wanted to give them a bit of a shout out and a bit of love. Yes, yeah, wait. So um, I'm really sorry because I'm going to butcher the name because it's a <laughs> Danish name and it's like... I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. So I think it's like Lurka or something similar. Lurk. Lurka Miller. So she shared a post on the Life of Ryan page and it says, I've been listening to you all week, catching up while I've been at work. You have made me laugh and so close to crying. I try not to cry at work, she says. Um, my husband and I are waiting, are a waiting family waiting to adopt and we are enjoying your show. It touches on adoption and other life events. Thank you very much. So, um, I just thought that was really cool, and I just think it's, I don't know. I don't yeah, know, I don't know nice. what I wanted to say. Well, let's, <laughs> let's send her the bottle of wine. And yeah. Taylor, I don't know if you know this, but a, a lot of comments coming in are saying, I've been listening to you at work, I've been listening to you at work, and it makes me think, is anyone doing any work at no. work these no, days? <laughs> no. There's been a few of those, and I thought, oh, is that weird? I don't know how people do it, because I can't, I get too into, if I'm listening to a podcast and trying to write stuff, I get too into what I'm listening to. Yeah. And can't focus on what I'm reading or writing. Yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, she earned the bottle of wine. Yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to give her a shout out, give her some support. I think it's really cool that she's wanting to adopt a child and 
we don't know her story, so much love. Awesome. Yeah. And she was from Denmark, you said? Well, the name's from Denmark, so I'm not actually sure where she herself is from. All right, well, we'll figure that out and we'll send her a bottle of wine. And if anyone else wants to leave a review, please do so on iTunes or, as Bridget said, leave a message on the Life of Ryan Facebook group. We'll keep giving away a bottle of wines until we've got a couple of boxes, so we'll keep doing it for a while until we run out of money. <laughs> um, but thanks so much for listening, and we'll chat to you on the next episode. And in the next episode, I'm calling a birth mother named Julie. She keeps getting tagged in my video. Um, I keep being sent screenshots of her being tagged. So whatever the coincidences are, because she placed a child into adoption 30 years ago. So, wait, is this... I don't think so, but there are a lot of similarities, so I think we just got to get her on the phone and settle it once and for all. That's next episode of Life of Ryan. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, this episode of Life of Ryan was hosted and produced by Ryan John, Taylor Hunt, and myself, Bridget Rudder. Editing was done by the wonderful Brody Green and original music created by Tom Wood. Thanks for listening.